This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As we transition to what was once thought to be one of the biggest regular season games for each particular franchise, but as the season has rolled along. I was along, ready to break up my happy home to go to Las Vegas for that. Well, it was a good thing you didn't because you wouldn't have gotten there. <laughs> right. Unless you were driving, you wouldn't have made it. Uh, it's the San Francisco 49ers and the Las Vegas Raiders uh, this weekend in Las Vegas. Uh, Chris, let's start with this, and there's obviously a million storylines here, but let's start with uh, Debo Samuel at practice today. How he's not playing, is he? No, the 40. I, I mean, I don't think so. He might, but the 49ers have typically, with guys coming back from injuries, had guys return to practice late in the week leading up to a game and then had them play the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be very surprised if they played Debo Samuel Sunday in Las Vegas, but I, I would be less surprised if he suited up for the season finale against Arizona because they, they kind of like to ramp guys up. Um, ahead of time so you know he has maybe five practices under his belt before playing against the Cardinals rather than just two uh, before before playing against Vegas coming off that injury that that's how they've typically operated Um, again each injury is sort of a case-by-case basis I guess but uh, I would be pretty surprised if Debo Samuel comes back because we know they want the two seed the two seed's critically important to them but I have to think Kyle Shanahan believes that with the offensive pieces they have without Debo, they can still beat the Raiders, who are going to be playing, you know, Jared Stidham at quarterback. Yeah, Stinnett, Stidham, you know, either one. I, I, I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Um, but okay. either way, it's going to be it's, it's going to be a, a tall task. Yeah, you know, it's Jared Stidham against that defense. Like, it's not, I'm sure Jared Stidham. I'm sure he could be a fine quarterback. I'm sorry, you're throwing him out there against that defense that's mm, tough mm, mm. that's the, tough the but it, patriots, it's in line with josh mcdaniel's coaching decisions the the patriots when they got jared stidham they moved heaven and earth to make sure that jared stidham was not their quarterback <laughs> right which is which is kind of which is kind of the wild thing right like jared stidham was first on the depth chart and then they got cam newton right before training camp in 2020 then they move on from cam they go draft mac jones Brian Hoyer is becomes a preferred option at backup quarterback. And then they draft another fourth round quarterback in Bailey Zappi and trade Sidham for, uh, you know, they trade Sidham and a seventh round pick for a sixth round pick, not exactly a ringing endorsement for his value. And now all of a sudden the Raiders are starting this guy before they're even mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. It's just, it's such a weird situation to me. Um, and you know, it kind of feels like they're just punting on this situation and, and they're very clearly in the mind that they want to move on from Derek Carr and avoid paying him that guaranteed money that becomes, uh, that hits the books if he's on the roster three days after the Super Bowl. But I mean, that, that the wildest part to me is that they're making this move before they're mathematically eliminated. Like mm-hmm. there, there's a, there's a scenario where the Raiders sneak into the playoffs, but apparently they're either not interested in doing that or believe Jared Stidham gives them a better shot. And Regardless of how Derek Carr has played recently, I I just don't buy it. Like I don't, you know, Josh McDaniels was spent all that time in New England, was there when they were doing all they could to avoid having to play Jared Stidham, and now all of a sudden he's their best option again in the postseason. I I just don't see it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, back to the to the Forty ers We talk about Debo coming back. You know, at some point, you know, he's practicing and all this other stuff. One thing that I didn't see coming, and I kind of dismissed and forgot about, and we talk about guys returning is Elijah Mitchell. They're talking about his window to come back may, may be near. Um, Chris, do you think we see him 
before the regular season is over and talk about the impact of him coming back and teaming up with Christian McCaffrey. Be because... an electrifying one game that he returns and <laughs> gets hurt again. <laughs> so, but bring, but bringing him back, I, when he came back the first time this year, he looked electric and explosive. Yeah. Yeah. And putting him with Christian McCaffrey yeah. is crazy. So, like, when do you think we'll see him? I think there's a chance he plays but before the regular season ends. Certainly the, the Cardinals game would, would make more sense than, than Sunday in Vegas. Um, I, I think Kyle Shanahan, one thing I was interested to find out after the Washington game over the weekend, and I asked around a little bit, was like, how, how are they approaching these last few games with the understanding that they want the two seed versus you know trying to balance out keeping guys healthy uh, for the playoffs? And Kyle Shanahan – his viewpoint on this is like, you've got to keep your foot on the gas because, and I, and I get, I agree with them to a certain extent. Like you don't want to back into the playoffs when, you know, not playing your best football leading into it. You, you want to make sure you're playing at a high level. And I think Kyle Shanahan in general, we've typically seen his 49ers teams play their best football in November and December, particularly when they were playoff teams, they were certainly a lot better in December than they were like in September and October. Right. So um, he's very much of the mind, like we want to go in with as much momentum as possible, which is why you might see Debo Samuel get worked in at some point before the regular season ends. And, and same with Elijah Mitchell, what Mitchell gives the 49ers, I think is the opportunity to utilize other guys the way that they're sort of optimized to be used. Right. Like Debo Samuel, as good of, of, of running back replacement as he can be, like, I don't think he's being maximized when you're just asking him to run between the tackles like they did last year because they didn't have running backs that they really trusted in right, that spot. Right. Like that, Debo Samuel played running back last year a lot because it was a necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have Christian McCaffrey, that alleviates some of it. Uh, and when you have Elijah Mitchell, that allows you to utilize Christian McCaffrey more as a pass catcher too, which is, I think, really where he's most valuable is like a check down option, a screen guy a guy who can, you know, move the chains on third down, running routes from the slot. So when you have Elijah Mitchell, it sort of allows you to utilize all the other guys in the way that you would ideally utilize them. So with Mitchell back, you don't have to run Debo Samuel between the tackles a handful of times, Hmm. right? You can give him those carries. And, you know, Jordan Mason, I think, has been a nice story and a promising player, but I think in the second half of a playoff game, you'd probably rather have Elijah Mitchell because he's just better than, than Jordan Mason at this point. And that's not to take anything away from Mason, but, you know, Elijah Mitchell closing those games as a runner, um, I think was pretty effective when he did come back from the injury after they acquired McCaffrey. Right. So I think that's sort of the idealized version of what this offense could look like is having Elijah Mitchell back in the fold, being able to use Samuel more as a receiver and more as um, sort of a unique chess piece rather than having him be a running back. And the same for McCaffrey, like you can utilize him more as a pass catcher, you don't have to give him 20 carries like he got in Seattle. Um, and overall, you can just keep everybody a little bit fresher and keep fewer hits off their bodies. You know, I, I, I <laughs> you know, the, the, the holidays and kind of the nature of the schedule uh, and our schedule, I, I thought that that game against the, the Durs, if yeah. you will, the, uh, uh, <laughs> Washington, I thought that was a sneaky, really impressive win. I thought so, too. Like, that football team is fighting for their like life, like they're fighting for their playoff existence, and the Forty ers just came in there and took care of business. Like that, it 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 didn't get the coverage because of the variety of things that happened, you know, over over the holiday weekend. That was a really good win by San Francisco, in my opinion. They put thirty seven points on them while having three drives that ended in sort of like disappointing fashion with field goals, mm-hmm. right? Like that that easily could have been a, a forty five a 45 point performance had they, you know, convert, had, had they been a little bit better in the red zone. Not to um, mention, but yeah, like the, the fact that, off, but not to mention a pick and failing yeah. on fourth and one in your own territory. Right. Right. So the fact that, you know, you can get George Kittle going and now teams have to have to respect George Kittle. Um, you're doing this without Debo Samuel, right? You get a big play from Brandon Ayuk a big 54 yard play, you get a 70 yard touchdown from Ray Ray McLeod. Like, you know, when people talk about the 49ers, the first names that they mention are Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Well, they hung 37 points on a really good defense playing for its playoff life without those guys really contributing. And so to get George Kittle back 
as sort of, you know, George Kittle's one of the best tight ends in the league, but in terms of the way the 49ers use him, he's almost like a secondary piece. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these touchdowns, maybe with the exception, but the, the last couple games against Seattle and Washington, a lot of these touchdowns have been like Kittle's like a fourth read, right? Uh, but he was a primary read where they faked it one way and faked it the other and then had the touchdown down the middle in Seattle. But the other touchdown, he was a fourth read. He stole a touchdown from Ray Ray McLeod um, on the first one that he scored against Washington. Like to have George Kittle as like a secondary option in the passing game is kind of wild to think about. Right. And so when, when you're playing a seventh round quarterback, who's a rookie and you have an option like George Kittle, who is your third or fourth read or, you know, Brandon Ayuk, who would be the number one receiver on a lot of teams as a second or third read. Christian McCaffrey is your check down option. Like the 49ers are sitting in a really good spot, particularly given that they're trying to ingratiate a young rookie quarterback. So um, that to me is, is what keeps standing out about just this run with Brock Purdy is that Kyle Shanahan is sort of, He's found a quarterback who can run the offense exactly the way he wants it run. And I think when when we think about Kyle Shanahan's sort of infatuation with Kirk Cousins, that's how Shanahan views Kirk Cousins as somebody who can run the offense and distribute it to the right spot because Shanahan has confidence in his ability to get guys open. That's sort of what we're seeing with Purdy now. It's like the manifestation of that. And it's just so fascinating because it's a polar opposite of Trey Lance. Like Kyle Shanahan was trying to get Trey Lance to be that type of quarterback while hoping that, you know, his immense physical tools can, can elevate him beyond the structure of the offense. Now we're just seeing Kyle Shanahan having a mind meld with a quarterback who can run his offense really well. And given all the weapons the 49ers have, it seems to be working out. Chris, you're one of the best in the business, man. We appreciate you so much. And thank you for everything that you've done for uh, D'Lo and Casey here in 2022. Of course, your ability to jump in and cover the Kings and talk about them as in-depthly as you talk about the San Francisco 49ers who you've been covering for years uh, is, is, is truly phenomenal, man. We appreciate you so much and uh, look forward to 2023 and Happy New Year. Man, I appreciate you guys. It's nice of you to say. I hope uh, you guys all have a great New Year, had great holidays, and uh, have enjoyed times with your family and, and keep, keep continuing to do so. Yes, sir. It's our man Chris Biederman right there. We appreciate Thanks, you. Chris guys. Biederman, uh, Candlestick Chronicles, Sacramento Bee. Uh, we'll come back. We are far from done. You talk about Batty Thursday. Yeah, man. You talk about baddies over at uh, Candlestick Chronicles, Sacramento Bee. Uh, we'll come back. We are far from done. You talk about Batty Thursday. Yeah, man. You talk about baddies over at CBS. <laughs> 13. Uh, Jake Gaden joins us when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No. 
Now, now, back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. The go-home vibes roll along as we still riding high off of that win last night for the Sacramento Kings. We welcome those watching on twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320 and youtube.com slash ESPN 1320 as well as those uh, on the 1320 AM dial, 98.5 FM HD, and, of course, the Odyssey app as we welcome in Jake Gaden of CBS 13. Hey. Jake's new to the family. Yeah. We, 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 What's we, up, guys? We, we How have you a, doing? We have a long relationship with CBS 13, obviously with Sarah Hodges, Marshall Harris, you know, dating back to Joe Musso. The, the CBS has always been uh, fantastic to us, and, yeah. and, and Jake joined the team uh, recently. We had the opportunity to talk for the first time uh, on in person we had the opportunity to talk before Friday's game. Jake's like, I, I, I want to do the show. Got to, got to have it. Like, yo, let's 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 do this week, man. So we're we're thrilled to have you on. Where did you where did you come over from before Sacramento? Where were you? So I was in Colorado Springs, Colorado, which is an hour south of Denver at the NBC affiliate. There, we were covering all Denver pro sports teams. So it was a little uh, it was a little hard to root against the Nuggets the past two nights. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. All right, I know Jokic. I got to work with him a lot. Same with Jamal Murray and especially him coming back from that ACL tear. But uh, I was there for three years, got to cover a lot of cool events. Uh, you know, the Olympics, which is Olympic City, USA, the Air Force Academy. They had an outdoor game at the Air Force Academy right before the pandemic. And then all the Denver Pro Sports teams. I got to cover the the Avalanche. That that Stanley Cup yeah, run this past year was yeah. wild, yeah. wild. Now, I, I text when I put your number, you're a Connecticut number? Yeah, straight up. Why? Why? Oh, okay. So you're from Connecticut. Yes, born and raised. First eighteen years of my life. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, no. Hey, Jake's gonna be on here talking about. Hey, I don't know what you're talking about, Chowderhead. Connecticut's the best. Well, that's Massachusetts, but you get the point. It always blends into Boston. (laughs) Hey, I'll be honest with you. All right, if I was really a true Bostonite right now, I wouldn't be able to be on the show. The amount of uh, curse words that would be going with every other adjective. Okay, let's be real about. I spent I spent a few years in Connecticut, uh, in different parts of Connecticut. It was uh, I actually I actually spent a lot of years in Connecticut. It was it's a it's. It's just cold. Like when you're from California, it, it, it's it's a lot harder to get used to that versus being, you know, you 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 said you were there the first 18 years of your life. I was there from like 20, 29, maybe to 36, mm. 35, mm. something mm. like that. Like, it's like, no, where's the sun? <laughs> like, what is happening? It, it's it's a it's it's a different animal. But you got to be a real though. The summers here are incredible. On that beach, on the shoreline, it doesn't get better than. Oh, that, there. Right? Oh, absolutely. Like one, one, one great thing about the East Coast, particularly Connect. There's four seasons. Mm-hmm. Like four. Mm-hmm. There's a real spring. Whereas in Sacramento, it was like two weeks this year. <laughs> right. There's 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 a summer that can you know go from hot to humid to a variety of different I things. I like the humidity. There's the a very real winter, and then what everyone will tell you, and I know Jake. The fall is everyone's favorite season out there. It's gorgeous. It's it's the the weather is the weather is perfect. Plus, you can't get better any better pizza anywhere in the country than in New Haven, Connecticut, at Sally's, Pepe's, or Modern. Okay, I don't care what anybody has to say. Even if you're from Chicago, I'm deep dish. No, no way. Thin crust New Haven style pizza. I can't compete anywhere else. Okay, Pepe's is the truth. I'm not. Pepe's is the truth. I'm not a deep dish guy anyway. Yeah, deep dish. Thank God. It's not even really pizza. It's like a pie. Not a. Not a. It's like a straight up. My question is this though, guys: when you eat your pizza, do you fold it or you eat it like a regular slice? No, Jake. No, we eat it like a slice. It's, it's, it's only like this wide. Like it's not. Which I don't know what you guys are doing out there with the slices that are this wide and you got to fold it. What are we doing, man? Give me the, the the pizza guys or the Slim and Huskies joint where it's just this little narrow and I can eat it right there. What, what are you guys doing, Jake? We're trying to keep a nice little white clam pizza. Keep the clam on the pizza. All right. You don't want it souping off. All right. Come on now. That's why you curve it. All right. There's a, there's a whole method to the madness here, Casey. See, that's that East Coast thing. I, just, I don't know. I, I, can't, I don't care. Well, everything can relate. You, you, I think you sneak. You you love New York. You, you, oh, I love New York. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't fold your pizza just on principle. Well, they're not big enough here in South. That's true. That's <laughs> true. That's true. It's very just different slices. Just a regular slices. narrow slice of pizza. Very, very. Wait, very what's, your, what's your favorite place in South? though because i'm still i'm still searching right now slim and huskies the one 
That's okay. our one. Okay. Slim and I'll try it out. I'll let you know. Yeah. All right. You have to go I'll, in Oak Park, Jake. You have to go in Oak Park. But it's well worth it, man. Slim and Huskies is my place. We'll get okay. Jake a pass okay. into Oak Park. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Jake's hey, just just let Oak Park be known. Jake's with us. Um, <laughs> He'll be fine nowadays. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gentrification is a real thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, school. Where did you go to school? That's what I was because you said 18 years. So you, you didn't go to UConn. Where'd you go to school at? No. So I wanted to go to UConn, but everyone in Connecticut goes to UConn. So I wanted to get out. I wanted to get somewhere fun. I went to Arizona State. So I was a okay. Cronkite like grad. Ooh, and that I, boy you know, Jake was partying. He was partying. Uh, <laughs> we had some fun. All right. Let's just put it that way. All right. They didn't call me the, the king of Cronkite for a reason, all right? Come on now. We had some fun, all right? I got both of you guys to laugh on that. That's all that matters, all right? So we, we had a good four years there. We had we, we studied hard, partied harder. Let's, let's put it – it's a, the home of the fun devils. Let's be real about that. And, you know, when, when it's December and it's negative 20 back in Connecticut and you're coming back and it is beautiful 60 degrees and there's a pool party outside, you're not going to complain. So it was it was a great four years – Scottsdale is way too much fun. I can't. I've told people this, okay? I can't get a job back in Arizona because I would get tr- in trouble in Scottsdale, guaranteed. <laughs> like no doubt about it. All right, it's way too much fun there. So, uh, but no, when, when I was an Arizona State grad through and through, and a big Sun Devil fan. Uh, that's so unsettling. I got family at Arizona State. She just went back yesterday. Like I was like, what? We're gonna have to have a discussion about what the hell is going on at, at, at college right now. <laughs> I can tell you, they ain't studying. All right. They call the library Club Hayden for a reason. Oh, my gosh. D-Lo's like, no, no. Look at some of these IG stories. What the hell is going on here? Goodness gracious. So, Jake, man, how how are you enjoying Sacramento, man? I know it's different than uh, Colorado Springs or obviously Arizona State. But, you know, we got our own little vibe out here in Sacramento. Obviously, you're coming at a great time with the Sacramento Kings, uh, finally playing well for the first time in 77 years. Uh, how are you enjoying Sacramento so far, man? Everybody, this I'm the reason the Kings are doing well, well all right? You. Like, I, I show up and they start winning, all right? I think that there's no coincidence there. There's a reason for it, the right? That works. Uh, you and Atnani. Thank you, both of you guys. Atnani, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> I, I'm not. I can't, I'm not going to deny it. But no, SAC has been great, man. I just the atmosphere, the whole entire community. It's like, like you're saying, regentrification of the whole downtown. It's really a cool vibe. I love how there's just the whole city rallies around this one team, and uh, the Kings are so important. They, 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 the whole entire city bleeds purple. I love this new Beam thing. All right, <laughs> Beam team all the way. All right, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, been a really, really cool experience the two months i've been there i'm excited to see kind of how it how it kind of transforms once the playoffs kind of come around and march madness going to be at g1c and all that stuff and then you have the river cats and um the republic and everything so it is a great vibe great city and bro it's it's cali living can you can you blame it like it's beautiful 45 degrees out today in the middle of december life's good yeah just wait till your first full tax period then you'll feel very very differently about california oh, don't deal don't you worry okay the the, the 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 tax bracket has already hit me pretty hard all right i thought i was going to get more money for my relocation yeah. fee that 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 smacked me right in the face yeah, yeah vi- okay yeah vibes aren't free in california <laughs> they cause no. they cost major uh let's dive into the game last night obviously you know both of those teams uh, very well, and it was the uh, you know the 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 new back to back thing that the NBA does every once in a while, where these two teams played on back to back nights in the same venue, and we saw we saw essentially the same exact game over these two nights with just the roles reversed. Kings obviously you know digging themselves out of that hole uh, in getting that win last night. What stood out most to you in last night's game? We'll start with the the Nuggets first. Jokic is going to win the MVP again, and you can't convince me otherwise. Okay, you can't. The guy is just—he does it all. He rebounds. He rebounds. He assists. Like even you saw in that first game, in that first half, the dude only had two points at halftime. But the way he was able to dish out the ball to his guys and get create shots for like Michael Porter Jr., who had 16 in that first half. Mm -hmm. Like the dude is an MVP. I've you never seen anything like him. Um, and just the motor that he has is fantastic. What was the difference, though, 
is he they got him tired in that second game. And you can see how Sabonis is such a major part of this team. And it's an interesting park. I wanted to ask head coach Mike Brown this before he got his COVID issue earlier this week. Like, are you showing Sabonis anything that Jokic is doing? Because I see their game. Like, there's so many parallels in it. And I know Brown likes to uh, compare him to Draymond Green a bunch. But the way Sabonis is bringing the ball up the court, facilitating the ball, and then able to sit the pick and rolls, I just see so much of his game in Jokic's game. The only difference is Jokic is that great shot and the, the, the overarching shot that he does from, you know, above his head that Sabonis has not mastered yet. Um, but, I, you know, Sabonis was the key in that game, quite honestly. And I and I pro- give so much props to Domas just playing through the injury that he is and knowing how important he is to this team. I also love Malik Monk. That dude a dog, man. He's just a straight dog, and he's the personality of that team. He's the backbone of that team. Um, I think people underestimate how good of a player he is, not on just on the court, but off the court as well. He's bringing a vibe to this team that I think every single day people ride with. They want to see it. They want to see that electricity. And I believe he's in the front runner for six man of the year. I, I don't see another guy that's been really doing that well. The only thing I asked Malik the other day, and I said, dude, you got to get Keegan to smile more because I can't take this monotone kid who's 19 and he's 19 years old, just pretending that everyone's after him. Let him have some fun. All right. If he has some fun, maybe he's not going to go on these shooting slumps anymore. I'm just saying. Keegan's never going to smile. I think that's his gimmick. Like that's his full on <laughs> gimmick. Like, and he's taking it on. He's, he's, he's playing it, 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 it seriously. Like he sort of cracked a smile in one of the DPOG pictures, right? I don't even yes. think it was his, it wasn't even his smile or it wasn't even his when he won it. I think it was when Harrison won it the first time. And there was like a little, it was a little smile there. And then he won it and he was like, you know, a little, a little, a little closed mouth grin. By the way, I'm sorry. Giannis Antetokounmpo is in our lobby. He's curious about this. I was just, this this MVP. I was, I'm, oh, Jason Tatum just followed him in. Like, uh, the, 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 oh, really? Uh, you really think? Come on, guys. The, the, West, Coast, the Western Conference. They're Western not. They're not so letting. Much the, easier. They're no, not so letting Nikola Jokic win it three in a row. No way. They have. Why they not? have for, because they have forbidden three in a row. The yeah. NBA has forbidden three in a row. They will not allow it again. You know, you know what the ironic thing about this unless is? they believe you're better than Larry Bird, then they'll consider. It. But other than that, <laughs> well, they not won't even do it. then. Not even then. Well, maybe are, not. There are people who are better than Larry Bird who haven't gotten the three in a row. Well, you hate Larry Bird. It's I love well, Larry Bird. He's top ten all time. Well, maybe he's like eleven. You hate Larry Bird. I got him top ten. Yeah, I love Larry though. But um, the ironic thing about this whole thing is. I don't know about the numbers, but I'm talking maybe team success and everything. I agree with Damien. He's not going to win it. He may be the most qualified to win it this year. Like Jokic, they may yeah. win. Yeah. They may have the best record in the West, be the number one seed, win a playoff series or whatever the case may be. His number, he may average a triple double, triple double this year. And that might be what gets it. If he actually does average a triple double, not close because Harden's been close. There are guys that have been close. If he averages a triple-double. Oh, because they'll go nuts for that. Russ did it again, though, and he didn't get it. Yeah, Russ did it five times. They stopped <laughs> caring after the first time. But because it's Nikola Jokic, they'll 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 give it to him again. The but third everyone time. was making excuses the past couple years of, oh, Jokic doesn't deserve it. It's this guy. LeBron deserves it. KD deserves it. And now when Jokic wins it back-to-back and he's forefront and everyone's keeping an eye on him and making, like, they're, they're game planning for him every single night, and he's still putting up the same numbers. Like, come on. You're really going to sit well, there and say Well, there's a lot of guys that deserve it, though. But they, they did that yeah. with Giannis. Giannis same went back thing. to back. They didn't give it to him. He won an NBA championship that year. True. And <laughs> they so used it. Wrong. Yeah, we can't keep giving this MVP trophy to Giannis, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo if he's going to fail in the playoffs. I'm sorry. Show me Jokic's rings. Mm. Now that's not now said this then and we'll say it again that's not the proper way to look at the MVP award. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they felt the need to say that about Giannis Antetokounmpo but they sure look stupid later on that year mm-hmm. and it's the wrong way to approach Nikola Jokic as well. Jokic is amazing. He's ridiculous. <laughs> he it, he's amazing. he's almost frustratingly ridiculous. Also <laughs> there's a guy so in Dallas. Watch, there's a guy in Dallas who the league desperately wants to oh, have they, that trophy. They, oh my god. They're trying to rename they it. They're doing all these renames. They're they trying to rename it. it. They can't surround Luca correctly, though. No, You're going to tell can't. me that they just have no idea how to surround him correctly whatsoever. No, they absolutely can't. Well, they, we, Dallas has failed. I've, I've asked the question a number of different times. 
We don't know. I don't know the answer. But have they failed to surround him? Or is Luca's style of play not conducive to putting somebody around him? Meaning, it's is the he, Josh McDaniels, Derek Carr question. They could both be true. Yeah, I mean, got, is Luke, is Luca willing to average twenty four points a game? No, to make sure somebody <laughs> no. else is eaten. No, absolutely <laughs> no. not. Absolutely no shot. Not. Absolutely not. I, I think he needs a big man though. Down in down in Dallas, I think he needs a a, a bona fide guy like a DA from Phoenix. Um, man, he had one. Actually, he wouldn't pass on the ball. <laughs> Christoph. Are you talking Brzingis? Christoph is Christoph is playing well in no. Washington right now. He was doing no, fine in New York. Was, no, Casey, I am the biggest Christoph fan. I was the biggest. I'm a Knicks fan, okay, born yeah, and Knicks raised, fan. okay. I have I the have Knicks. the jersey from his rookie year, okay. The dude is not legit. All right, like I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I think he's he's soft in the paint. Oh no. All he wants to do, he's just. Do these little floaters and threes in the corner. Yes, he might be doing well in Washington. You want to know why? Because he's the most under the radar team. He's not no no spotlight on him whatsoever. Mm, all right. That's like when that guy lights. does well. Doesn't like those lights. Mm, all right. You know who does? Five. Shoot. De'Aaron Fox Ooh. likes them lights. De'Aaron Fox and like, like it, it should be De'Aaron had a really good fourth quarter Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It just had a couple of costly mistakes, but he had, or they may have been costly. He had a couple of mistakes there in that fourth quarter. The, uh, other than that, that weak charging call and that tough pass to to Sabonis, he didn't have those last night. And man, he he is a closer, mm-hmm. uh, and he answered the call again last night. I love what the way De'Aaron's playing, the way he's leading the team as well. But the, his plan, the court speaks for itself. The way he's pushing the pace out and running. What frustrates me is the NBA and the referees are not giving the same calls that the rest of the league is getting with him. And he's getting frustrated with it. And I talked to Brown about it. I was like, are you talking to him like saying, hey, like you can't get it. You can't cause us a technical with three minutes left in the game. And it's a two point game. Like you just can't do that. Like, and he's like, no, we get it. But at the same time, the, the dude deserves some respect. And I don't think they've got it just because of how bad Sacramento's been the past couple of years. But the way De'Aaron's playing, not only an all-star, I think he can make an all-NBA team if he continues to put up the numbers that he's doing. I love the way he's facilitating, the way he's leading the team, and the way he's playing off of Sabonis in that pick-and-roll game. Uh, that stone-cold foxy, okay, straight up. Swiper, <laughs> no swiping. He was putting, uh, what's it called, uh, Mark, uh, what's it called, uh, Play-by-play announcer for NBC, who does the Kings game. Oh, I'm blanking Jones. his name right now. Yes, thank you. All right, but and, uh, he, he was, you know, spinning guys like a DJ the other night. That was, was a like, great that line. Is, that was a, that's was a like, tremendous Dude. line. That was a great line. I'm that's like, I gotta use line. that. All right, like, dang. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, I love the game he's playing. You know, I was watching him play uh, in, last night and perform the way he does, and it, and I think about this often, but it's, it's always like, man. There is so much, um, I don't know if history is the right word, but in the long line of like you go to Mitch Richmond, you go to um, Chris Weber, you go to DeMarcus Cousins and now De'Aaron Fox, these these are these are kings, right? Like these guys, in De'Aaron's case and DeMarcus' case as well, we watched these guys grow up. DeMarcus got here at 19 years old. De'Aaron got here at 19 years old. Now he's 25-year-old husband with, with, with two kids, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's – We've watched these guys grow up, and, and it makes me so happy to see him have moments like he had last night and hopefully continue that and get to the playoffs because, you know, low-key, he's been through a lot here. Mm-hmm. He has been through a lot. Some of it, you know, last year wasn't crazy about the way he started the season. It was a little self-inflicted, but there's a lot of been th- a lot of things put on his shoulders fairly and unfairly. And I just want to see him prosper here in Sacramento and to see moments like last night where, you know, it kind of feels like it comes together where, you know, he's hitting these big shots in the fourth quarter and Golden One Center's going crazy. It it, it really it warmed my heart to see that from him specifically yeah. last night. Casey, I got a question for you, though, because D'Lo and I were chopping this up the other day. Yes, sir. Do you think the ro- what what do they got to do with the roster at the end of the latter half of the season? What are you thinking? That is there any moves that need to be made? I... I don't think there is. I mean, there's small moves that can be made. The thing that I always come back to is if you're going to make a a, a move, you're going to have to get rid of one or two of Harrison, 
Keegan or Davion. And if you do that, the player that you bring back, are they worth it? Are they better? So, like, for instance, if you were getting a – I'm not saying this is the guy, but if you were getting a Jamal Murray, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd make that move for a guy like that. Donovan Mitchell was traded this off. Mm-hmm. I'd make it for a guy like that. But if you're talking, you know, move Harrison Barnes for Jay Crowder, I mean, I don't, just don't think it's worth it. Like, Jay Crowder, I like him. I think he'd be great on this team. But that's a lateral move. So because I don't see the move that would really upgrade you to another level, I don't know if you're making a move, um, you know, uh, of of major caliber mm-hmm. with, with the Kings this this uh, trade deadline or so. You're not calling Boogie? See what he's doing? Oh, I'd, well, that's I'd the, call Boogie in a heartbeat. But guy. that's easy. Yeah. That, that, that doesn't require one of those. Yeah, that doesn't require one of those. Play, it just requires you, and I, not a knock on the brother, it's just you cut Alex Lynn and keep uh, it moving. Like, that's uh, it. That's, straight that's up. all it requires. Um but that's not happening. But Alex Len had great minutes the other night. I thought he played. He started off that game that Sabonis is out. I was super impressed. Like, super impressed the way he was able to, to, to process everything. He did what he could while they let him play. Like, the refs yeah. let him play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then so I said, hey, that's enough of you, pal. Go, 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 go grab a seat. Uh, and then they got sick of Rashawn, too. Hey, here's a couple for you, too, Rashawn. Sit your ass down. Damn, Mark Davis. Yeah. Don't, don't talk to me about the last two-minute report. I don't really care about the last two-minute report. Uh, Jake, it's great to have you here, man. It's great to have you a part of the family. Thanks for joining us uh, this first go-around, man. Looking forward to many more discussions. And uh, Happy New Year, my brother. Happy New Year to you guys. Best in the business right here. Appreciate you guys having me on. I hope to be on again soon, all right? Oh, right, definitely Jake, will. We appreciate you, Jake. It's our man, Jake. See you guys on Sports Sunday soon. Bet. Bet. Make the call. We're always free. We're always available for you guys. That's our man, Jake Gaten, right there. CBS 13 um, does incredible work with uh, Sarah Hodges. Even it, those one, I should have mentioned this out the gate. Sarah's on vacation. Oh, you know those. You know those vacations okay, I, be like. I, come on, man. I, as soon as she, as soon as she texts me back, hey, I'm actually uh, on vacation. I was like, I'm turn your IG stories yeah, off, yeah, like man, guys. Come on, I can't, I can't, can't do it. I what I say in Drake bars, I just did four time zones in two days. That's that's, that's Sarah, Sarah Hodges. Hodges. That's Sarah, Sarah Miss P. That's Sarah on a weekend. <laughs> right, right. That's that's, that's 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 just Sarah on a weekend where she don't have extra days off. This is what it is. That's what yeah. she do, man. I want to be like Sarah when I grow up. Yeah, same. same. <laughs> I actually think growing up's overrated. I agree. Let's just do this forever. <laughs> Let's just make ridiculous sophomore it's jokes. Like, it's like dealing with a sophomore <laughs> class. Let's just, just keep doing that. And we will. We absolutely will. <laughs> and we'll probably make some with Kyle Matson. He's next on the list. We actually have some free time here. Let's open up the phone lines for the first time today. 916-909-1320. We'll talk more Kings basketball. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about some other things that happen in the NBA, including Zion Williams. Oh, my goodness. Some of y'all discounted that brother way too quickly. Steelo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. In all products. <laughs> I just... <laughs> What is the UA really? <laughs> so, bruh, let me tell you what. What, what is he, What does UA stand for? Un- unauthorized. Unauthorized. No, not even no. authentic. It's unauthorized. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a racket going on out there that y'all should. And I guess it's just in a world that we don't really think about because Kenny and I have this this discussion because we have a, a, a friend uh, who, who works for a major designer. Mm-hmm. And the way that designer stuff works is they know people are going to pay three to five thousand dollars for a bag. Mm-hmm. They want like the newest bag. They have the disposable income to pay three to five thousand dollars for that bag. Mm-hmm. But they'll sell quietly a bag from last year that they'll never put in their store and it'll be taken out of circulation and they can sell it for a like a, a fraction, fraction, fraction <laughs> of what it's sold for at a particular diner store. Yeah. It is a designer store. It's a legit phony ass racket. <laughs> 
that I'll never, ever, ever, no matter how much money I have, yeah. will ever fall for. It's cra- Now that I know, yeah, again, once crazy. you see how the yeah. sausage is made, like, you, <laughs> oh, I'm, the, never walk into a designer store and buy something off the, <laughs> uh, 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 off the shelf. Ever, 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 ever. And I'm going to tell you, I probably will. <laughs> I probably will. They rely on people like me all the time. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, I have one, I have a pair of Gucci shoes. Mm. Was it the ones you wore at the Promised Land? Yeah, yeah. those. Um, the boy was Gucci out at the Promised Land. I, I, I bought those, right? Yeah. Like, And then I got a call, like, where did you, how did you get those? I said, what do you mean? Gucci.com and got them. Hmm. You effing idiot. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how, and then, and then, and I've never looked at anything the same after that. It was, it was broken down to me in very, in very direct terms, how that stuff works. Yeah, man. All that, like all that stuff, like I, I'm not even going to put no names out there because I ain't no snitch like DeAndre Jordan. You know what I mean? But, um, uh, somebody told me about the department stores and like, there's a certain store where, how do I put this? They'll they'll take they'll, you return something they'll take it back no questions asked mm-hmm. <laughs> no receipt nothing yeah they'll take it back I'm like for real like uh, you you don't need no receipt you say hey this doesn't fit or whatever you say mm-hmm. it's because there's no questions asked mm-hmm. they'll take it back and they take it back and they put it at their other store <laughs> believe it believe it believe it but by the way the the deandre jordan uh joke was did you see when that i had never seen that before what he uh snitched on trey lyles <laughs> yeah or it was a uh, kz oh it was a kz yeah it was kz sorry caused the kings to get a tech because i think De'Aaron was waiting for somebody to come take the ball out right and they gave him a delay of game no they had gotten a de- they, <laughs> no they got a delay of game before the game started Oh, okay. That's why it was okay. their second. I thought I thought they got him right. No, back that was that was their KZ. Yeah, that was their <laughs> second delay of game when when uh, what they get for the uh, before the game started. I don't even know. All all I knew is they had they they they, I, they had a delay. I was like, what happened? And I went to Twitter and Matt George. I saw, the, the Matt George was the tweet I saw. Kings were called for a delay of game. Bro, come on, man. like what the the hell happened? Come on, man. <laughs> How did I? Come yeah, on. I, I, I don't know. And I love Mark. I love that Mark kept saying dry snitching and in my head i'm thinking i'm not sure katie knows what he's saying that's the part that was killing me because katie kept having this awkward laugh because mark's the best part was mark's voice changed like mark got hood real quick and there's nothing hood at all about mark jones but he got hood real it was like yo deandre a snitch DeAndre Jordan out here dry snitching, and Katie had this awkward laugh that I wasn't confident she knew exactly what he was saying. That was tremendous. That whole exchange was just that just was marvelous. Hilarious. I hadn't um, I hadn't seen that though. Somebody, I think maybe Chris Paul might have done it one time. Actually, I'm not. Oh, sure. Chris Paul's absolutely. Yeah, done. his shirt is untucked. Right? Chris Paul is the wow. ultimate snitch. <laughs> he is. Um, two things about that that game. Well, look, I got two Kings things. Two Kings things. One about the game, and one that I've been doing some uh, <laughs> doing some some work on. Soren, you're 100 percent right on YouTube. He say, he says Mark was legitimately upset. <laughs> Mark was low key pissed. <laughs> he was so disappointed in DeAndre. He, he stopped short of calling DeAndre the B word <laughs> and just kept it moving. Um, there was two moments to this this game last night that I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. But I thought they were pretty vital. There was let me where's the notes I got I got the one right up here in my notes but there was a moment in the second quarter where uh, Bones Highland hit a three it put Denver up sixty seven to fifty when I think about two thirty to go they're up seventeen okay and it could have got bleak at that point somehow some way bleaker, bleaker. <laughs> yeah. it, it was it, the game was teetering. Yeah. You know, that could have went from 17 to 23, mm-hmm. you know, at the half real quick. <clears throat> Kings found a way to get it to 13 at the half. Yeah. And 
I thought that was a big moment. Absolutely. An- another moment in the third quarter. This is one of the times where I was like, it's not going to happen. Uh, I forgot who hit the three for Denver. It doesn't really matter. Who hit a shot. Um, made it 181. And I was like, it's 19 with like six minutes to go. Like, I don't think it's happening. And immediately, Sabonis hits a three. Monk hits a three to get it back to 13. And they just that, – those two moments where they never – they never let the game get too far out of hand last <clears throat> night. They never let it get to the point where they could look at the game and say, well, if we get on a quick 6-0 run, it's it's a seven-point game. Mm-hmm. They never let it get to there. And I just thought I thought that was important uh, to that game last night. Yeah, we, to- we, we kind of touched on this earlier but didn't really elaborate on it. They, they had been searching for that three again. Mm-hmm. They searched for it to start the game. They, they they started knocking down a couple. But one big difference between last night and Tuesday, Friday, mm. they fell late. It felt like those yeah. threes that they were taking in, 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 in those other games, they just they weren't falling. No. And no matter how loud the crowd got after the first one, the second one wasn't going to fall. Or no matter how loud the crowd got after the defensive stop that turned into a layup, they couldn't get like a consecutive uh, a string of, of threes. Mm-hmm. But they got them last night. Yeah. And you're right. They never the, – the, the game was bleak, but it was never like this – the game is not out of control. Right. It's, it's there. I, I'm not going to pretend like I thought they were going to win that game. I absolutely I did so. not. I, and, and when they got close, I thought they were going to run out of gas. Like when they got like within four two, it was like they're going to Jokic. They're just not going to have enough to close this out. Yeah. And then Malik, you know, on that on that on that yeah, that sprint did. to get. That, I mean, that's just that's that's. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I think I heard Deuce uh, shout out Deuce Mason, who I think is listening in the dentist chair right now. Oh my! Uh, I think he used the term you know gritty or gutty uh, on 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 the podcast mm-hmm. on 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 night chat morning chat and for me <laughs> it was morning chat for me and it's a hundred percent like what it was it, and he was he was speaking specifically of Domas mm-hmm. for the Kings in general I think it was because it was a fight a fight a fight a fight a fight I mean and I don't know what the I don't know what the numbers are I'm I'm sure that I don't know how long the Kings led in that game. Oh, it was like two minutes. I, I would be surprised if it was even that. The only time their first lead was when De'Aaron hit the shot at the top of the key to put him up like 126, 124 or something like that, or whatever the number was. There. That was yeah. the first lead that's it. of the game. Um, that That's a game that they don't win in the past. Like we, I And I, I mean that specifically because we've seen them come back. I've seen a lot of games where the Kings close a lead and they come back. They don't ever win those games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they, they never get over the hump and win. Um, and they won that game last night. And I think the um, the post game with Drapes and KT. And look, man, hey, I was telling Jazz last night, I, I, I love those guys. And I love Morgan. I love Matt and all those two. Those two, KD, Drapes and Kenny Thomas, I love those two on the post game. Kenny Thomas is must-see television. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Thomas is must see TV. <laughs> like you just have no idea what's going to happen, and I, I I love the combo too, only because Drapes you can see get frustrated. They both get they both get thrown off by the crowd. Uh, they they, they <laughs> when, when Drapes on Tuesday was like. No, he thought I was playing. Give me the single camera yeah. while he takes care, of the, takes care of that sweat. One day, thank God this team's good. Because I swear, one day Drapes is just gonna throw the microphone at Kenny, and Kenny's, Kenny's, Kenny is sweating profusely, and you and 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 God, Kyle's just trying to navigate the whole thing. They got the crowd behind them making a ton of noise, which always throws both of them off. It's like every every game, Kenny's surprised there's people behind him. 
Shout out to my boy Kenny Thomas, man. I enjoy watching Kenny. I want and Kenny, somebody who's, who who does sweat from time. To, I understand how it can be under them lights. I get it. I want Kenny on the show just to see what happens. Come on, man. K- we hey, got to get Thomas, Kenny man, on the show. You got to pull up on us, bro. For real, for real. But I say all that to say they were talking about all the comeback wins they had last night. There's like five of like thirteen or fourteen plus point deficits that they've come back from this year. And that that hasn't happened in the past. At least it doesn't feel. I like forgot, and until they showed it, I forgot they were down twenty to Orlando. Damn. When they when I saw the graphic, I was like, "Oh, De'Aaron, oh!" And then I started working the game backwards. Yeah. Oh, I remember they were down yeah, fifteen yeah. to the Warriors. Yeah, came back and beat them boys, man. Yeah. So it's crazy. The other thing I said, I had two things. You can let the people know what we're. Thank you, at, thank yeah. you, boss. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 